is good? All of our listeners, welcome to another episode of Games and Groceries. My name is Adam. Hamlet. And Endgame will not be spoiled in this week's episode. Ooh, hashtag don't, don't, spoil. don't spoil Endgame. Just to be clear, not just this week's episode, but it will not be spoiled in any episode. Just to let you all know. Look out on Twitter. Look out on Instagram. So the whole thing, right? When I made an Instagram post about Endgame, like, oh, I'm going into Endgame, someone commented with a spoiler, and I was just like, no, 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 that's not a spoiler. They're just being phony because of, like, reasons A, B, and C. Uh, credits started the roll, and I was like, are you kidding me, dude? Are you serious right now? So just be careful out there. Even if it seems like a fake one, just don't even look at even the fake ones. Yeah. So, except a couple of them where they're just like, SpongeBob shows up. You know, I'm not going to confirm nor deny, but <laughs> Liz, how you doing? I'm good. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I don't really have much to share. Except that we stayed up all night on Friday. Yes. With the youth group. We did an all-nighter with the youth group, and then we came home and slept six hours. Yep. So basically, on Friday, stay up all night with an all-nighter event. We actually had a Marvel movie marathon. We watched Black Panther, right into Infinity War, right into Ant-Man and the Wasp, like all the Netflix yeah. ones. And and then we, we stayed awake for, for pancakes, and then we slept for six hours, and then woke up, went back to the church, cleaned up our mess, and then went back to bed, and now, yes. Yeah. So we're actually recording this on Sunday afternoon. Yeah. We don't usually do that because usually between uh, church and then youth group, we on Sunday nights, chill. we just chill. But we're thinking about going to see Endgame again tomorrow. Yeah. So we're going to see an early showing. So we want to see it in a less crowded theater. Yeah. We went on opening night, so <laughs> as you can imagine, we uh, there the, every seat was taken. So we want to see it with a little less people, with a little less distraction. Yeah. Um, and I always think, uh, and I've said this before, that it's you get more from a movie the second time you see it. Right. And just to let you all know who are listening, yes, we are going to cover Endgame in our movie minutes, but but we're going to be pretty strict about it. Yeah. We're not going to spoil anything. We're going to give our general thoughts. But if you don't want to know anything, like you just want to go in with a fresh mind, uh, that's totally fine. When we start movie minutes, in a, in a couple minutes, uh, <laughs> so once we start uh, movie minutes, I'm just going to say three, two, one. And I'm going to start a timer for 10 minutes, and I'm going to be completely strict with that. Mm -hmm. So if you don't want to know anything, just fast forward this podcast 10 minutes after I say one, and then you'll be good to go. Yeah. Even if we're mid-sentence, we're going to stop at the timer. Is done. Exactly. So just to let you all know that. Uh, before we get into our movie minutes about Endgame, uh, we just want to give you know the shout-outs for the social media, of course. You can follow us on Twitter at Gaming Groceries or follow us individually. I'm at Ace the Grocer. And I'm at Journey First. So you can follow us individually at Twitter and you can be friends with us. You know, s tell us your delights and how much you love the podcast. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you can also follow us on Instagram. Uh, it's just games and groceries, all one word. There will be no. Uh, yes, I'm doing hand motions. Adam is doing these huge gestures with his hands with every other word and I'm just like mocking him, waving my we need to get back to a video podcast. <laughs> we used to, but it just took too much 
effort. It did. Yeah. Effort and time and rendering. Um, but yeah, follow us on Instagram. Games and groceries, all one word. There will be no endgame spoilers on our on our in- Instagram or Twitter page because, you know, we're good human beings. Hashtag don't spoil endgame. Boom. Uh, finally, uh, oh, check out our website. Right. I, I knew there was something else. <laughs> Uh, check out our website, gamesandgroceries.com. Uh, you can you can actually listen to all of our podcasts on that website. I would be doing articles at least once a week. The last article I wrote was Minimalism and Gaming, or it was just called The Minimalist Gamer. And, you know, I just talked about how you can be a minimalist and a gamer, that you don't need to get rid of everything. But you can read the article on our website, gamesandgroceries.com. Finally, just to give a big announcement... Episode 50 is coming up. Woohoo! May 20th will be our 50th episode, and it's going to be a, a Q&A episode. So to celebrate that, we want to hear from you guys, you know, you guys and gals and everything, you know, all that, and animals. We want to hear from you animals who are listening. Oh, my gosh. Please send us pictures of your pets. Please do. Uh, so if you, would, if you want to send us a question, it doesn't even have to be about gaming. We would love gaming questions, but it could be... Um, how did you guys meet? Or why is traffic in New York so terrible? It could be literally every everything and everything in between. So <clears throat> you can tweet us your questions uh, using the hashtag GG50. But I don't know if some of you don't have Twitter. So you can also email us the questions. Gamesandgroceries at gmail.com. So if you have any questions that you want us to read on the 50th episode, May 20th, that is, uh, definitely send us your questions mm-hmm. right away. We're just yes. we're just giving you enough time to think about a question or if there's something we haven't said and you we're just wondering about. Yeah. So that's happening May 20th. You can tweet at us your questions using the hashtag GG50 or email us gamesandgroceries at gmail.com. Yes. And like I said, anything. It can be the personal side about our relationship or us personally or it can be our perspective on gaming news or game mm-hmm. stuff or movies or anything you want or Phillies baseball yeah really ask us anything yeah we really love talking about ourselves <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> so I think this is a good time and just a final reminder for the movie minutes once I say three two one if you don't want anything to talk about for endgame just fast forward the podcast 10 minutes so let's just jump into our first segment. Movie Minutes. Movie Minutes is a segment where we talk about the movies that we watched this past week, whether it be on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, or in theaters. And this week, as I've been saying all day, I guess, we are talking about Avengers Endgame. So before we do it, let's do that countdown. If you don't want to hear anything, you can fast forward in uh, fast forward 10 minutes in 3, 2, one all right opening thoughts um i really enjoyed it i enjoyed it more than i thought i would yeah yes um because i know we were both kind of disappointed with infinity war Mm -hmm. it wasn't quite what we wanted or expected so i was kind of hesitant about um endgame but i was i was happy i was very happy yeah uh for me too like I had to sleep on it a little bit because uh, here's the other thing. You had a better time than I did. Yes. You, you all know when you ever go to a theater, it always depends who you're sitting next to. So on your side, we both had teenagers sitting next to us, mm-hmm. uh, not from our youth group, but just some 
random people. Kids who happen to sit next to us. <laughs> on your side, you had teenagers who were super excited yeah. and, and were just like, yeah, let's go. Well, yours were excited. The difference between yeah. them were that mine, you could tell, were very passionate. They cared about this mm-hmm. whole series and like they were, they would discuss things in it. And even after the movie, they were discussing like theories and things and plot holes and stuff like that. Like you could tell they really cared about this series. So when they talked or made noise, I didn't yeah. care because it kind of like warmed my heart how much they cared about this series. And I compared it to how our generation was with Harry Potter, where like this is what they grew up with. Like these kids were seven to 10 years old when mm-hmm. the first Avengers or first Marvel series movie came out. Yeah. And so I, it, those kids, they warmed my heart when they were next to me because I could tell they really cared. My kids just wouldn't stop talking. You had typical teenagers that make me go, I hate teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, by hour two, I was like, stop, stop talking. Like, you could tell they were excited about it. It wasn't yeah, annoying. Yeah. Uh, it's just a different kind of talking. So we're going to go see it again on Monday because I feel like my perspective was changed just because of the environment mm-hmm. I was in. Uh, but sleeping on it, I actually raised my score a bit. Yeah. So let's talk about this for a little bit. Um, oh, before we get into our opening thoughts, this is not a spoiler. This is just merely an affirmation. If you're about to go into Endgame saying like, oh, man, but I didn't see Captain Marvel. Do I have to see Captain Marvel to see Endgame? No. No, not really. Actually, you can watch the trailer for Captain Marvel and know what's going on. Yeah. Like, honestly, not going to spoil anything else, but you don't really necessarily. You just need to be familiar with the Captain Marvel trailer. Yeah, you really just need to know who she is that's it basically that's it. um so let's uh let's go into our thoughts so this movie really used humor very well like mm-hmm. it was a super funny movie i i laughed so hard it, like it there were some points where there I was were just some like, good ones now yeah. there, it wasn't quite as funny as their other movies especially right. not the um personal background stories mm-hmm. of each of them um or even past avengers movies but it did have its funny moments just not as funny as past marvel movies have been yeah and uh it used humor really well Mm -hmm. but there were some scenes where i felt like they used humor that wasn't needed Mm -hmm. it it was almost like you know an uncomfortable situation and they were just trying to escape that uncomfortable Mm -hmm. situation uh with humor and it was just like you could tell that they were going a little too hard with the humor. But yeah. when they used humor in the right way, they really used it. It was <laughs> super oh, yeah. funny. Yeah. Um, but there were some times where I just felt like, okay, we, we want a grounded emotional scene here, and you're kind of ruining it with that. Yeah. Um, and that's what I was going to say with my next point. It's much more grounded and emotional than Infinity War. Yes. So going into it, it's a lot more emotional. It's a lot more deep. Uh, and it wasn't um, as ridiculous and action-packed as Infinity War. Yeah. Imagine a very well-grounded movie. Yeah. And I think that's good because it made you really feel the impact the events of the Infinity War had on them. Exactly. Yeah, it, it got more deep with it. Mm-hmm. Whereas Infinity War, there's one scene in Infinity War where Thanos like throws a moon, basically. You're not going to see anything like that in Endgame. Yeah. Uh, but when there is action, it's rigid. Like oh it's, yeah, the action scenes are very well done. Yeah, it's 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 well well placed, well choreographed. Uh, it's it's very well done. Now I don't know if it was f- where we were sitting because we were in the very front row that were the last seats we could get. Yeah. Um, but I there were times where in the action scenes where I had a hard time seeing 
who was fighting. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that could have possibly been where our seats were mm-hmm. um, and how tiny I am. Yeah. And <laughs> In comparison. Yeah. <laughs> and again, um, I, I feel like some of the movie, we, re- we rated a little lower just because we had pretty meh seats and you know the environment so i'm excited to see it again yeah we we definitely are excited to see it again in probably a little better seats and a little better environment yeah now don't be scared when i say this next point okay we are not going to spoil anything not at all the ending was very satisfied with no loose ends Mm -hmm. okay that doesn't mean anything okay keep that in mind didn't leave you with questions yeah like it was Definitely a part two of a series. Yeah. And in my opinion, it's not that it... I'm going to take it back. It didn't leave you with questions, Mm -hmm. but you can... It ended in a way that, like, okay, Mm -hmm. you're done with these Avengers. Yeah. No, I'm just saying, like, you're, you're done... Like you, like you can tell, like, everything's... They've summed it up, and you don't have any questions about them. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, not spoiling anything about it, but oops, that was a weird sound. Uh, but the, the ending left you with good terms and it didn't leave you with any loose ends. There's questions, but good questions. It's not like, yeah, "Yeah, but what about this? It's like at the end of any movie where you're just like, but what happens now? Like things like that. It's, you definitely leave the theater in a good terms. Yeah. Also, and I wrote this in my notes, there is no mid or end credit scene. Yeah. Don't so, wait for it. You don't need to. But the credits are worth it. Like the yes. the way they structured the cre- credits was really really cool. Like mm-hmm. I, I liked it, so it's worth staying. But if you really need to pee, there's no mid. Yeah. There's no end credits. And you can even like if you leave the second the movie ends mm-hmm. and run to the bathroom and come back, you'll be in time for the cool part. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, it, the ending was really well done. Yeah. Like it, it was really well placed. Um. But yeah, keep this in mind too. Again, not spoiler. Um, but if you're going into this thinking that this is going to be all about Captain Marvel and all about the new, this is definitely geared towards those who have been there since 2008. Yeah, it's definitely a fan service for the entire uh, Marvel uh, MCU mm-hmm. lifespan. So if you're going into it thinking that it's going to be a Captain Marvel Part Two. Definitely not no. quite the opposite. We had a student in Sunday school today who saw Endgame on Friday. Mm-hmm. And she, we, sh- someone was asking questions about Endgame and she kept trying to answer them. Mm-hmm. And we're just like, no, no. No, no. That's not because she had only seen like the most recent like three movies. Yeah. Like she saw Infinity War and Ant-Man and the Wasp and like Captain Marvel, like random ones. Yeah. And she was not confused. She knew about Endgame. But she, you could tell that it was different. Like, she liked it, but it wasn't the same impact or understanding. Yeah. All right. Two minutes left. Final verdict. Score. What's going on? Um, I gave it a nine. I mm-hmm. was a little torn. Yeah. Um, because it was very good, but there was something about it that made me hesitant on it. But I think in the end, it's, it's a definitely a nine out of ten. And with our rating structure, nine is near perfect. Like mm-hmm. 10 out of 10 is perfect. Like this is my film. You gave Fighting With My Family a 10 out of 10. Did I? Yes, you did. Oh, wow. I like that a lot. Yeah, you did. Because um, I never give anything a 10. I don't think anything is perfect. <laughs> no, you gave it a 10 out of 10. I love that movie. Um, I also, so originally I gave this an 8. And then sleeping on it, I'm like, you know what? 
that was just a really, really good movie. I can't, I can't give it lower than a nine. So I, I also yeah. gave it a nine, meaning that like near perfect. Uh, there are some parts where it kind of took me out of it. Mm-hmm. Like there's some plot. Less than a minute. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm just killing the time so that like someone who's fast forward to ten minutes, you know, you know, I'm I'm utilizing it. <laughs> but there's um, there's definitely some plot holes in it that I was just like, uh, okay, that was a stretch, but okay, like maybe one one plot hole in it, and I can't talk about it. But it just kind of bothered me. Yeah. And, and I'll talk with you later. Or maybe, you know, a, a spoiler cast. I don't know. No. Okay. No. He wanted to do that so bad. I'm just like, uh, no. Spoiler cast. No. Um, but yeah, maybe I'll just do it on my own. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so I give it a 9 out of 10. Pretty perfect. Like It's pretty decent. It's more than solid. It's near perfect. It's a really solid film yeah. that really pulls you in with the emotions. Um, right. A four, three, three two, two, one. And that's where SpongeBob came in and saved the day. For anybody that, you know, get it? You're mean. No, SpongeBob was not in it. I'm so sorry. I, I don't know why that was funny. I'm not because a, it wasn't. I'm not a funny person. <laughs> I guess you are, just not in that moment. I'm not funny. But oh, geez. maybe it's just because I've lacked sleep with that all-nighter that we did. I know. I'm just I'm just super tired. Yeah. But we wanted to do this podcast because, like I said, we wanted to go see Endgame again Yeah. and just have a different perspective. Yeah. So uh, we're going to see that in the morning on Monday rather than record on Monday. So let's just jump into our second segment. Top three gaming news. The top three gaming news is the gaming news that we saw from this past week, and we would like to rank it three, two, one, just to keep you informed of what's going on in the gaming industry because we are a video game podcast. Blah, blah, blah. So oh, let's start with the number three gaming news. Nintendo has confirmed, excuse me, Nintendo has confirmed there will be no new Switch shown at E3 this year. So this is coming from the horse's mouth. President, oh man, uh, Shintaro Fuka, uh, Furukawa. I'm so sorry, everybody. I'm so tired. Uh, Shintaro, f- that guy. Yeah, I'm so sorry, everybody. Please don't hurt me. Um, he said that we have no plans to announce uh, to announce any Switch this year's E3 in June. He also stated we're always working on nude heart. Uh, nude, nude. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Help. <laughs> We're always working on new hardware. <laughs> See, okay, just a little. If you follow us on Twitter, I said on my own Twitter at Ace the Grocer, um, like, hey, I'm really lacking sleep right now. I'm so sorry if I sound loopy on the podcast. And good game, and, great and game. This is that moment. And they said, like, no, no, we want you loopy. I'm like, I won't be loopy. Nude hardware. <laughs> he also states, we're always working on new hardware. And we will announce it once we're able to sell it. So this is following some heavy rumors after two new Switches and a quote-unquote leaked image of the Switch Mini, which turned out to be someone 3D printing, like a model that they wanted. Hmm. So President um, Furukawa, thank you. Good job. um, Said 
no, no new Switch. Yeah. That's pretty much confirmed. Sorry, guys. But he said that no new Switch announced at this year's E3. And he also stated, we're always working on new hardware. So what do you think about all this? I'm not surprised because in my mind, I feel like the Switch still like just came out. I know mm. it came out almost like, what, three years ago? No, two. Two or two? three years ago. Yeah. We were still living in Lancaster. Yeah. So at least two years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's still relatively new. I know they released a um, updated version of it, a non-breaking version of it, didn't they? Nope. Like, a few, like a year ago or something? Or they were talking about it? They were talking about it. This okay. is following those rumors. Okay. I, I, yes, I was getting the news. Is confused. Mm-hmm. So I'm not surprised because mm-hmm. it's still relatively new. Yeah. New. New. <laughs> um, it's still a relatively new thing, so I feel yeah. like there's not many places for them to do a new version yet. Yeah. Like, it's still got, like, pretty recent hardware. There's not much, nowhere for them to really go until um, new things come out for gaming consoles, but where they are right now um, right. is pretty is pretty is a pretty good place of where they are Mm -hmm. i think i agree with them where right now they they're focusing on new hardware Mm -hmm. new games new things like things for that and then maybe this time next year Mm -hmm. be looking to announce a new version yeah or maybe like you said they only said e3 yeah maybe they're just waiting till a little later in the year probably like uh, when they have yeah when they have a more solid plan Mm -hmm. of where they are yeah, they said, like, we're always working on it, and we will announce it when we're able to sell it. Okay, so they're not planning on saying anything until it's ready to, for the shelves. Right. So, so okay. So I, I'm, I'm so okay yeah, with this. So, yeah, you're right. They might be waiting until closer to the holidays. Yeah, because he made it made it uh, sure to say, like, we're, we have no plans to announce anything, but he specifically said this year's E3 in June. Yeah. He said in June. Yeah, so maybe, yeah, maybe they are waiting till a little closer to Christmas. Yeah. Put it up on the shelves right before Black Friday. Exactly, because he has enough experience where he knows what he's saying. So he knows that if he said that, like, hey, we have no plans to announce it anytime soon. Mm-hmm. It sounds like he sounded pretty specific. He chose specific. his words. Yeah. Specific. He he was pretty specific. And he, and he said that to the Japanese press, mm-hmm. right? Um, To say that, like, no E3 at, or no Nintendo Switch at E3. Yeah. So that tells me that they do have plans, but specifically not at E3. So let's move on to our number two gaming news. And this one is a doozy. If I wasn't confused already about Death Stranding... I, reading this article, I was just like, what are you talking about? The more he talks, the more confused we get. Yeah. So the number two gaming news is Hideo Kojima reveals new details on Death Stranding at the Tribeca Film Festival. So a couple of things that he that he confirmed, he and um, Norman Reedus confirmed, uh, there's a lot of cutscenes. There's a lot of long cutscenes, they said. Um, and he's saying like you're gonna mm-hmm. you're gonna get to know Norman Reedus and his acting, and you'll really enjoy it. So he's talking about like it's definitely story heavy. There's a lot of long cutscenes, which Woo-hoo! which um, this is Hideo Kojima. If we know anything about him, it's the long cutscenes in yeah. Metal Gear Solid. So <laughs> really long ones. Um, so then he also says that you won't be controlling Norman or Sam. You'll be controlling a camera. 
you're playing Norman as Sam. And it says, that like, like if you turn to uh, Norman Reedus, like, with the camera, sometimes he'll do little things like wink at you, which is really weird. Like, I was just like, but what? I don't understand. So if that all wasn't confusing already, let's give you the doozy. So I'm going to read you, like, the, this whole quote about, like, people thinking this is going to be, like, an MMO. So this is come from Hideo Kojima, and I'm going to read this. It's an open world action game, but it's something really new. There are so many things happening in the real world today, in America, in Europe. Everything is actually connected by the internet, but in a way, we're not connected in the real world these days. I'm putting that as a metaphor in the game. The player will have to reconnect with the world in the game. You're very alone. There's solitude, but you're trying to connect. The story and the gameplay, the keyword is connection. There are so many things in between, of course, but the key is connection. I also, and this is the last thing he says, I also threw in a really new idea. You're connecting the game and everyone is playing it together. You'll be connected. Everyone will be connected together as well. I can't say anything because Sony will be very unhappy and I don't want to be disconnected from Sony. Who else is confused? Raise your hands. I remember when Adam read that to me, I was like, how many times can he say the word connected? Exactly. And people are like saying like, well, this could be an MMO, but it sounds like this is something like it's going to be setting a new trend in gaming. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Like he says, like you're going to be alone. There's going to be a lot of cutscenes, and there's solitude. So I'm really interested. Like I yeah. just want to see more gameplay. Mm -hmm. Like, and we're not going to know about it because he said that, well, it's going to be delayed a little bit. So probably early 2020. Yeah. And it's just like, I want to know so much more about this game. And it's just like, anybody I tell about Death Stranding, they're like, oh, what's that about? I don't know. No <laughs> one knows. No one knows. So it was just really interesting. That was at the Tribeca Film Festival. And you can read the whole article on like IGN.com. Like mm -hmm. the, everybody's got a report on it. Yeah. I think the article that I read was on GameSpot. But you can also probably uh, watch a, a stream of it of the Tribeca Film Festival. But I definitely recommend you just read the whole article of how Norman and uh, Hideo um, like play out the game mm -hmm. and like explain it because it's really actually super interesting. Um, so let's go into our number one gaming news. This one, I'm just like, what? It, what? Okay, okay, so this is talking about Epic Games, the Epic Games Store. And the topic is, Epic CEO Tim Sweeney holds on to exclusives until Steam budges. And I'm just like, you read you read his Twitter and then you read his why. So on Twitter, Sweeney stated that if Steam permanently offered 88% uh, to all of its developers, every single one that comes on Steam, they will retreat. He says he says it like that. He they will retreat from exclusives. Like, he will gather his team, and they will retreat from exclusives. Sweeney also stated that if Steam does so, if Steam does this, they will consider putting their games on Steam, like Fortnite, I'm assuming, mm -hmm. which is going to be weird. He went on to say that this would be a glorious moment in PC gaming history, and it would have a sweeping impact on other platforms to come. I don't, I'm, I'm so on the fence about this. Just because, okay, Tim, I, I see what you're doing here, 
but you're you're also holding PC gamers hostage, essentially. Well, not even that, but they're trying. They're basically telling Steam that they that it, Epic is basically trying to run Steam's company. Yeah. Like, okay, so you're a developer who didn't agree with Steam, so you made your own. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's fine. You want to make your own to have your own games on it, sure, and possibly have other games on it. That's fine. But now they're holding games hostage until mm -hmm. Steam does what they say. Like, yeah, are it, you five? And that's the thing. It's just like I understand what you're trying to do, but how about instead? How about instead of making a good platform mm -hmm. for your players and, and show them? Yeah. what a good platform can be. Exactly. Show Steam, say, this is how we think it should be run. But that's the thing. With Steam's platform, it's so well done. Like, like um, I want to see if I still have a screenshot, but there's so many features that Epic is lacking. And it's just like, I don't think you get why people are angry at you, Tim. Uh, it doesn't look like I still have the screenshot anywhere. That's a bummer. But that's okay. Uh, oh, no, no, no. Here it is. Okay, so... Epic does not have, uh, it doesn't have cloud saves. It doesn't have user reviews for the games. It doesn't have forums, mods. It doesn't have library sorting. It doesn't have um, screenshot or capture saying wish lists. It, it doesn't have any user created profiles. And that's the thing. It's It lacks so much. And the only thing they have is for developers. Mm -hmm. And what you're doing is like saying like, we're doing this for the PC gamers. I'm like, it doesn't look like it. Because it looks like you're giving them a basic platform that they have to play the games they want to uh, play mm -hmm. on this base uh, platform with nothing on it, no achievements, nothing. Mm -hmm. And you're saying like, no, 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 this is good for PC gamers. No, it's not. How about instead you have this 88% and have at least, at least user reviews on your yeah. games. At the least. But no. You, you give them just a storefront. You're basically giving them... Th they're even worse than you play. <laughs> like, like, that's the thing. It's The Epic Game Store is just so lacking in features. Yeah. And you're just saying it like, hey, you're based... Tim, you're basically saying like, okay, we're holding on these uh, onto these games as hostage until Steam it's meets like our a, demands. It's like a parent trying to punish their teenager. Yeah. Like, you can't have your phone back until you do your chores. Exactly. Like, here's the thing. I get it. Like, I, I get where he's coming from. Yeah. He's trying to be the Robin Hood of PC gamers. Yeah, but he's doing it wrong. You're doing it completely wrong. Wrong. And I don't know. I'm, I'm on the fence about it just because I like what he's doing because I'm, I'm trying to do the same thing in my job, you know, trying to yeah. change the dynamics. And there's some times where I do things wrong. But Tim is just so bullheaded here. Mm -hmm. And I don't think he's understanding, like, no, you're you're really affecting PC gamers in a negative way. Yeah. You're, you're giving the devs great things. Cool. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I get that. But uh, any closing thoughts about this? No, I mean, I think I kind of said my piece. It's just, I, I mean, I understand that you're on the fence. And yeah, I understand that mm -hmm. he's trying to do right by developers. Yeah. But in the end, he's not. Because even if developers put their games on the Epic Store, yeah, it's not helping them because gamers don't like that platform. So you're r risking the fact that they won't, they might not play your game because they don't like that platform. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I just, I just feel like they're going so wrong about it. And it just feels like mm -hmm. they're being 
childish about it. Like Steam has all these features and they might not pay their developers yeah. enough and that's understandable and of course try and get more of that. Yeah. But he's going about it in the wrong way by I just feel like he's being a jerk about it. And he's not adding any new features in Epic. I mean, last time I checked. Yeah. I feel like it's better in this situation to lead by example. Yeah. Or or at least while you have these and while you have people's attention. Do something good with it. And maybe actually build a really good platform that you can keep. Even if Steam mm-hmm. does go, you know, try yeah. and fight back on it. You might actually build a really good platform. Exactly. Like while you're doing this, how about build up your platform a little bit so that when the, they do, does come at Steam budges people will stay on the epic game store but they're not doing anything about that in fact they're it sounds like they just did the epic game store just for spite nothing nothing else not to be like another competition they just did it out of spite and that's what bothers me you know you're you're not taking this seriously you're not you're not like taking your customers seriously you're only doing this to make a point yeah and that just bothers me a lot but you know, I, I only PC game a little bit. I'm a co- I'm a console peasant, so it doesn't really affect me too much, but it still bothers me. Yeah. So, I think it's a perfect time to jump into our last segment. Coffee time. So every single week, we like to have a discussion about the gaming industry, whether it be uh, minimalism in gaming, or your favorite um, grown-up gamers, or why adults stop gaming. Um, and we just talked about that for a little bit. And last week, uh, you talked a little bit about female gamers. Yeah. And I was like, wait, 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 we, we need to finish this next week. Like that would be the topic for next week. In fact, um, though, one of our, um, listeners, Nikki, she's like, wait, 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 no, keep talking. And you know, we just want to dedicate a whole episode to female gamers. So let's continue back to your point, uh, with marketing to female gamers. What do you think about all of that? I... Um, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Yeah. <laughs> I do that. Um, I just, I mean, we've seen in shows, like, um, we watch Adam Ruins Everything. Mm-hmm. And there was an episode about video games or something. And yeah. Something, there were video games to talk about. And he had pointed out he, from marketing things in the past, when video games first came out, they marketed to, to young boys. Mm-hmm. Because that's who they believed would be the big market and it was yeah, and this was nintendo marketed yes. too yeah and that was the market for a very long time i mean even when we were younger my sisters and i had game consoles and we played them but that was lovely yeah um <laughs> but we had game consoles um but we had the nintendo ones and what i've seen from my experience at nintendo while it's a very good company very good platform yeah it's more of the family type games yeah um that tend to be on those consoles so even though that's still you're still a gamer if you play them Mm -hmm. it doesn't really feel for to me as girls when we were younger that it didn't make us feel like we were gamers yeah and a lot of girls ended up growing out of them yeah so they stopped playing games after that time Mm -hmm. um at least that's how it was for me and my sisters we after we kind of grew up we mm-hmm. kind of forgot about our old video games. And even if my sisters, or even if we do play video games, it was going back to our old consoles that we grew up with. Right. Um, so, yeah, just basically growing up, it was more of a market towards boys. And even now, they still tend to market everything towards men and young boys. Right. So. I Yeah, I feel that. 
Um, but yeah, it, it, I, I feel like I, I want games to be marketed towards everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, and I know it's hard to please everybody. Of course. But I'm, I'm trying to think of like any games that can be like specifically girl games, you know. And I feel like when you market mm-hmm. it specifically a girl game, that can like it's, throw out the marketing a little bit too. Well, it, in it does in a way that I feel like when people think of it being marketed towards girls, they think it has to have pink, mm-hmm. it has to have sparkles. That's what I mean. Yeah. It ha- like they go to the biggest female stereotypes out there, mm-hmm. and. It's just kind of frustrating, like, all right, mm-hmm. so it's girls, so it's got to be, like, a girl, it's got to be, like, a girl, and you can do this, and you can, even yeah. if it's, like, an actual game where you're playing something, it also has to involve choosing her, like, anime, like, customizing her, which, I mean, personally, as me in general, I like to customize things, that's why I play yeah. Sims. Yeah. Um, Sims 5, hashtag. Yeah. yeah. Um. Someone kind of ruined my dreams earlier this week telling me that Sims 5 is not coming for a couple more years. And, and I'm just like, um, that's it's going to happen, so leave me alone. Yeah. Um, so, But anyway, um, I just feel like that's what people think when they think marketing toward women, when I don't think it really needs to be that way. Right. There are plenty of women or girls, I, I'm st- even as at 25, almost 26 years old, I feel very uncomfortable saying women. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go with girls, and I'm sorry if that offends you or hurts your feelings, but, but I'm going to say girls, because yeah. I consider myself a girl. Someone told my grandmother that I'm a very nice woman, and mm. it freaked her out, and it freaks me out, so we're just going to go with girls. Yeah. Um, but I feel like, now I have no idea where I was going. Yeah. I am so sorry. <laughs> I well, keep losing my train of thought. Let me jump to our next point. Yeah. Um, and I just want to talk a little bit about my GameStop mm-hmm. uh, experiences with female employees. Yeah. Because, like, okay, so I'm not a douchebag. And, like, whenever somebody says, like, you know, like. That's appreciated. Well, like, that's the thing. <laughs> like, whenever somebody said that, like, um, like, oh, females get treated, like, poorly in the gaming community. And me not being a douchebag, I'm like, no, I treat girls just fine. Yeah. It, it wasn't until. I went into, like, I worked at GameStop, mm-hmm. and I worked with girls, and I was like, whoa, there's some trash bags out there. Cause there are. I, I worked as a seasonal person at first, and there was, like, some other seasonal person, one of them being a girl, and she was stocking the shelves one time, and this one, I'm, there's no way to describe it, just a trash bag um, comes up to her and is like, whoa, you're a girl? Yeah. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, he's like, whoa, you're a girl? Yeah. Oh, oh, wow. And you, do you play games too? Yes. Oh, man. I, I'm dead serious when I say this. Oh, man. If you smoked weed, I'd marry you. I was like, what the crap? Those are really great credentials. So let me get this straight. She has to be a female. She well, has to play games. And she has to smoke weed. For you to marry her, like oh, you go to like um like Those a speed re- That's a really good requirement for your wife. Yeah. Sounds like a you know perfect. And uh, and like what do you go to speed dating? Like whoa, yeah. Do you game? Uh, a little bit. Do you smoke weed? No. Next. But yeah, and, and it wasn't just that. But there was other uh, females that I worked with that, you know, they they looked at them like they didn't know anything. Yeah. And I was just like, are you kidding me? Like. And that's the thing. I didn't notice it until I worked at GameStop that, like, girls in the gaming community, like, with some toxic people. Now, there's mm-hmm. people like me and, like, plenty of other, uh, like, Good Game, Great Game, uh, the dude Zach, uh, he's all about, like, keeping away gatekeepers. 
away from gaming so mm-hmm. there's some good uh guys out there who like treat women with respect oh, yeah definitely but there's definitely some toxic human beings out there mm-hmm. that like try to like distance females like no this is a guys only club all right i can you're single you say no <laughs> way wow so but yeah um but no i want to to bring up this statistic that i saw um and i wanted to get your thoughts on it so I didn't write down my source. I'm so sorry for this. But uh, there's some surveys that were gathered, and it and it read that 48% of United States females uh, played uh, played a game. So 48%, almost half of uh, the U.S. of girls mm-hmm. have played a game, but only 6% consider, some, consider themselves gamers. Woof. Consider themselves gamers. 15% of males do. Mm-hmm. So, so why do you think that is? I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that even though men are shamed for being gamers as an adult, women, I feel like, are shamed even harsher Mm -hmm. because for men, yes, you're shamed because you're seen as a man child, Yeah, but that means you're a man child. Like, all right, that's part of your personality. You like video games. You're a little bit childish, whatever. She's behind me, I think. Okay. We're trying to find our dog. She's under me. It's under my chair. Yeah. Um, but I think that's, and then for women, it's seen as like, oh, mm-hmm. you so you're me. just weird. Yeah. Like, and, and I'm guilty of that. Well, it's like, uh, fighting with my family. The one scene where yeah. like, oh, you like wrestling. It was an, another girl to another girl. Like, yeah. Oh, you're just a weirdo. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I'm definitely guilty of that, mm-hmm. of thinking that female gamers were, are just odd because i'm just like you like that stuff and it wasn't even in a way that i it's not that i didn't approve it was just that it was shocking to me yeah because you don't hear about it a lot it's not common to run into other female gamers yeah at least not serious ones yeah even i mean and i think that's where the line is it's that women don't consider themselves gamers Mm -hmm. unless they are a serious gamer like and yeah. that that was my problem is that i didn't consider myself a gamer until you pointed out like babe you play life is strange mm-hmm. you play sims like you play things mm-hmm. and i'm just like oh yeah like i guess i am and i think that is the thing is that usually you only run into a female gamer if they're very serious about it, that they play the same games that you do like mm-hmm. you know the harder games yeah and even guys who aren't like hardcore gamers are like pressured like outside of the gaming Mm-hmm. Um, like there's some like casual players, and it's like, oh, you're not even like myself. Like I'm still considered a hardcore. I I I'm sorry, sorry. Um, considered a casual gamer amongst hardcore gamers. Yeah. Whereas your level, if a female was playing on the same games you play, they're considered kind of hardcore. Yeah. To the rest of females, like. It's funny you know? that like, that's the level you're working with. Where if a if a girl plays Pokemon, it's like, whoa. You're a real good yeah. gamer. It's just like, and I think or a lot, just a girl gamer, you know. Like I think a lot of that or comes just a gamer. From I'm sorry. The, you know, the way that life goes, where girls mature faster than boys, and people expect that to mean in all things. Yeah. Where oh, you're a girl, or right, you're mature. That means that you're done with video games, right? And we're yeah. meant. So for some reason, it's okay for guys to not fully grow out of that childhood. Mm-hmm gamingness or whatever nerdy thing you liked when you were a kid 
Yeah. But for girls, it's like, all right, you're done. Now you read books and watch movies and yeah. drink wine. That was my next question on my notes. Like, do you feel females, at least in America, mm-hmm. uh, do you feel like females feel pressure to not be gamers at all? Be- I don't feel like there is pressure. I just feel like... Almost like an expectation. Yeah, it's yeah. just... Like I said, it's not that I think it's weird when there's a female gamer. I'm not like, oh, you're a gamer. Like, I'm not disgusted by it or anything. It's just, it's so odd. It was odd yeah. before. And I still find it shocking when you meet a female gamer. It's mm-hmm. not as common, you know? Yeah. Now, would you say, like, have, have you ever interacted with somebody who's like, like, oh, I'm not like regular girls. And they just, like, pretend to be gamers. Have you ever encountered like that? Um... No, but I do believe I was sort of one of oh, them. Wh- why'd you say that? Because when, I mean, you know me when I was younger and I still kind of do this. I s- pride myself on being different from yeah. other people, like, mm-hmm. which is okay. It's okay to be proud, f- to be prideful that you're not like everyone else. Right. But, um, that is, might be a little bit of middle child syndrome of not wanting to be like everyone else. Oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I was very happy to not be like everyone else. And I remember the first like real video game in my opinion that i had played was my cousin on my cousin's ps2 i mm-hmm. played gladiator yeah and i thought it was awesome yeah i thought the virtual blood on there i thought that was the coolest thing in the world and so like if anyone was talking about video games that was like the one thing i knew yeah so i was like oh yeah i played gla- i'd play gladiator on my cousin's thing and like mm-hmm. that's what i knew so like i'm not i don't think i'm as exactly what you were uh, describing no but i think in a way, but yes, there are people out there who do those things, um, but it's not as common for girls. It's more common, I think, for girls to pretend to like sports yeah, or certain musicians or something than they would video games. No, I've inter- I've interacted with girls who are just like, oh, you know, I'm not like other girls. I like football. I'm like, or you're just a human being. Yeah. Or like I've interacted with someone like, oh, you know, I'm not like the other girls. I game a lot. Okay, or we can consider you a gamer. Yeah. Like, we could consider you a human being who plays video games. Yeah. Now, that that's a question I want to ask you. Would you rather be, like, or let, let's put it, because I was about to ask you, like, would you rather be considered a girl gamer or a gamer? Uh, okay, I stayed up all night on Friday, so my questions aren't. <laughs> that's a stupid question. Like, I would be rather called a human being. But would you take offense if somebody called you, like, a girl gamer or a female gamer? I wouldn't be offended by that in in that type of situation. I I would probably take pride in that Mm -hmm. because, like I said, it's not talked about as much as it should. It's not recognized as much as it should. So if someone's recognizing me as a gamer, like one, like, hello, someone's recognizing me as a gamer. Mm -hmm. I've played like a total of like three games. Yeah. But um, so for so I would take pride in that that mm-hmm. someone's recognizing me as part of the gaming community right and a female mm-hmm. so i'd be okay with that yeah and, and that's the thing like i like i don't know if like because i know i'm not a female but i'm um, gonna just start calling you a male gamer yeah because that's <laughs> that's what i was always thinking about just like there's gamers and then there's female gamers well there's also the nba and then the, the w- WNBA, and yeah. there's football and there's women's football yeah there's and that's how it's always been other than the difference between baseball and softball yeah which men somehow took softball too yeah um 
But other than that difference, most things, it's men. And it's not mentioned. It's just the thing. Mm -hmm. And then it's women's thing. Yeah. You know? And that's why I I always think about it. Just like, would, would you be more offended if they continue to call you female gamers? Or would you consider it almost like a step in the right direction? I guess thinking about it in that way and the way I just pointed out where it's everything, I would rather be just called a gamer. Mm-hmm. But if someone's willing to accept us in the community at this moment yeah. and call me female gamer, that's okay. Yeah. Because it's still a step in the right direction. I'm still being part of the club. Right. But at one point, I think it would be nice if people would just, it would be okay for everyone. Yeah, because that's the other thing to consider is that like, these kind of revolutionary things start with always baby steps. Yeah. And I feel like people don't understand that they, they want all or nothing. Yeah. And and, and, my, and the thing to think about, too, is that gaming is still working on being accepted. Yeah. So women part being part of gaming, that's a whole other thing. Right. So I think the first step is to get gaming normalized mm-hmm. and not then bring in the girls. Like, girls can come in with it. Yeah. But I think for everything to be all accepted at once is asking a lot. Let's get yeah. gaming accepted and then work on, hey, Everybody everyone game. games. It's yeah. okay. Because, like, I never want to be considered, like, like a Christian gamer. Like, oh, he's a Christian and he's a gamer? No, that, that kind of depicts that, like, you're a weirdo and you don't play anything that's above rated teen. Uh, I would rather be just called a gamer and I also love Jesus. Yeah. Like, exactly. In, in the same way with female gamers... I don't want to forever to be called. I don't. I don't want anybody to be called. Oh, there's gamers and there's female gamers. No, yeah. there's also gamers. They're they're also they're also girls. So yeah, we're gamers who happen to be girls. Yeah, and that's it. And I would like more games to be like. I I would like it to be customized too. Like if you're a girl yeah. gamer, there's like girl selections, like in yeah. Mass Effect. Like a lot of, and that's the thing where it comes back to the marketing. It's marketed towards men. Is that a lot of lead roles in video games are males or boys in some way yeah and there's you can customize a character but you can't customize it to be a woman and i just feel like i understand that that takes a whole lot more coding right but i feel like if you're gonna have a customizable game in that way mm-hmm. you should be able to choose to be mm-hmm. a woman in that role like in uh, Assassin's creed odyssey exactly yeah um but even not even in that way because that is still part of the story like yeah both the male and the female leads but i mean as a customizable role like you can change their face and everything why not be able to change them into also a female or a male yeah and that that's the other thing i wanted to ask you like whenever i play a game that's like led by a female like tomb raider or um horizon zero dawn like it doesn't really throw me off it doesn't really take me out of the immersion mm-hmm. right because like just because it's a girl doesn't mean that like oh i'll enjoy the game less which by the way there are people out there who are just like no why why is you gotta be a girl Blah. and just like just play the game dude yeah it's okay <laughs> so with that do you ever feel like you're taken away from the game if you're playing as a guy i don't feel like i'm taken away i just think it's um it's less relatable Mm-hmm. Like even when we talk about Life is Strange, yeah, season one was more relatable for me because it yeah. was not only just like my relationship with my best friend, mm-hmm. but also I'm a girl and I understood the way girls talk to each other. Whereas you're just like, no, I'm just gonna do it. And I'm just <laughs> like, that's not how it works in female relationships. Yeah, you you were just telling me like like Adam, you're doing it wrong. Like, what are you talking about? 
I'm like, that's not, that's not how female, at least I'm like, that's not how they would be. Like, I understand their friendship and that's not what would happen. Yeah. Um, and, and, the, and the same thing with season two, you kind of understand more. You, you understand a little less because of the sibling aspect. Yeah. But on the male aspect, you relate more to them. Mm-hmm. Whereas I don't, I don't understand. I understand yeah. on the sibling, just not the male. Yeah. Like that's, that's the other thing with uh, life is strange season two. It's just like, I'm an only child, like hashtag only child. He doesn't child. get taken care of or caring for your sibling. He just, nope. it, he just doesn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but closing out this conversation, how do you think we can bring in more new female gamers? Like, like how, like how I brought you in was just like, listen, you play Sims, right? Yeah. You're a gamer. What? Like, how would you like to bring in female gamers? I would just like to say you kind of sound like a church saying, like, how can we bring in the millennials? <laughs> oh, man, don't get me started about that. Um, but uh. it's this but it's the same answer. It's you can't it's not like you can just force girls to come play video games. Yeah, you can't just be like, we want more vi- more girl video gamers. Let's, how do we get them in here? Mm-hmm. It's more of like, let girls be open to playing video games. Like, yeah, don't shame each other for, for playing video games. Mm-hmm. Don't judge someone for what they like it even goes back to the adult gaming don't shame someone for liking what they like yeah she so a girl would rather come home and play a video game than read a book yeah or cook dinner like let me put this out there not to like get into female empowerment i don't cook nope my husband cooks every meal and that is fascinating to people at our church yeah. That Adam cooks all of our meals. Like when I go with her, like, oh, what are you doing? Like, are you going to be okay? Like, yeah, yeah he's going to live the life because he's not limited by my allergies and yeah. his cooking. Like, I don't cook. And that's the thing. Like, like they'll always come up to me and they'll joke like, oh, never trust the man in the kitchen. I'm like, I do the cooking. Adam does all the cooking. Or or like um, like saying like, oh, I bet you like power tools. I'm like, actually, Liz likes power tools. Yeah, don't even get us started on when we go into Home Depot. Yeah. And, that, and that's the thing. It's even talking about um, female gamers, right? Like, uh, I, I believe it was, uh, I, I think it was Nikki who, who tweeted this, but I'm, I'm trying to keep my head straight right now at this point. I'm surviving in this podcast, essentially. You got this. You're doing good. We're almost there. Thank you. <laughs> but where she, was, you. where she was like saying, like, uh, someone shared with me a story where uh, she went in with her boyfriend into GameStop and they would always go to the guy. Mm-hmm. Same thing at Home Depot or any auto store. Oh, my goodness. I will go in with Liz and I don't know nothing, you know. And yeah. they'll go straight to me like, oh, sir, how can I help you? I'm and like, they always say, sir. Yeah, Like, sir. they never even acknowledge my existence. And, sir, do you need anything? I'm like... I'm not the one like, shopping here. And really, up until we had the truck mm-hmm. a year and a half ago, yeah. you didn't know that much about cars. No. I did everything with the cars. Yeah. Um, And that would, that always, I mean, it's funny because when you go into the stores, it makes both of our bloods boil for different reasons. Yeah. Because he's like, I don't know anything. Yeah. He's like, I'm not even here for me. Yeah. Like, usually when we go to Home Depot, it's for my projects. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's. Yeah. Very annoying. If you work at Home Depot, please talk to your people because yeah, highly annoying and offensive. Um, but anyway, back on gaming. Yeah, bringing in female gamers, you know. Yeah, I, just let them like what they like. Like what they like. Don't, it's this, like I said, it's the same thing with adult gaming. Mm-hmm. Don't judge them for what they choose to spend 
their personal time doing like yeah. also don't applaud them for gaming exactly know? like don't make it sound like it's like oh good for you yeah, like you're, the you're out there you're gaming like no like they're just enjoying they're just doing something they enjoy as opposed to watching netflix or yeah. reading a book or watching a sport even like mm -hmm. it's okay <laughs> so I don't think there's anything to do to bring them in. I think more of just encouraging them in the way of marketing to both yeah. male and female. You don't have to market specifically to women and you don't have to market specifically to men. Market to everyone. Market to every member of the family in different video games. Yeah. Market to the dog. I don't care. But no. Oh, because they don't have thumbs. <laughs> but yeah, and, and that's the thing. It's just like make sure that they know the like capacity of games today it's not just like running gunners you know call of duty all this but i told my youth group about celeste and like uh the mm -hmm. dynamic of celeste where it's all about anxiety and depression you get to play um you get to play as celeste and go through everything it's such a fantastic game and some of the girls in my youth group were like whoa that that's a video game i'm like yeah i mean it's super difficult but it's still a game <laughs> like but it's just making sure that they're well informed of like the games that are out there today mm -hmm. and not like saying like, whoa, you're a girl gamer. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And don't date a girl just because they're a gamer. Yeah. And that's that's a, the big challenge is having a guy who is not a gamer date yeah. a girl who is a gamer. Oh, yeah. Or even anyone dating. Like if you're someone who doesn't game and you're dating a gamer. For female to male, like for a female to not game and a male to game, that's very typical. You see that all the time. Mm -hmm. But for it to be the other or way anyone, around, like yeah, for it to be the other way around is less common, mm -hmm. in my opinion. I don't see it as much, and I thought I think that would be really cool. But it's all relationship like that. Yeah, no, it's just like for anybody to encounter a female gamer. It's just like they, they need to applaud or something. Yeah. It's not even that. It's not that they need to applaud, but I feel like it's more common that like if a female's a gamer, she has to be dating another gamer. Yeah. And that's just rude. Mm -hmm. and, and <laughs> yeah. Well, like that's the thing. It's just like, and I'll, and I'll close with this. It yeah. seems like female gamers are the only ones being applauded. Yes. You know, you, you, you never see, you'll never ever hear like, like, oh, they're a transgender gamer wow good for them like you'll never hear that it's no. just specifically female gamers yeah that are applauded and just like maybe just consider everybody who picks up a video game a gamer mm -hmm. instead of like gatekeeping and and uh defining other people mm -hmm. how about we all just enjoy video games why don't we all just just come around and enjoy the video games no matter what game you can like any game you want exactly it's okay like if you like sims you're still a gamer you're still a gamer i mean just barely but uh, hey yeah sorry i'm tired but <laughs> um but i think we'll close that with that because yeah. once again i'm sorry if i accidentally offended anybody i am same i am running we are both running yeah. on very little sleep we're both instead of having water or tea we're both drinking coke zeros trying mm. to get our energy up for youth group later yeah coke zero the uh official game uh the um i'm sleepy i was about to get a sponsorship but i didn't i would love to have a sponsorship for coke zero yeah i want to see if before we close out is there any nope yep aspartame i was like is there aspartame yep there is oopsie dingles but oh that's weird caffeine is actually the final ingredient ingredient that's cool i guess what I don't exactly know. is caffeine caffeine is basically crack 
I'm pretty sure. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. I don't want to go on this, but I would really like to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, ne- next week's topic: What is caffeine? Tweet at me. What is what is the actual what is caffeine? <laughs> Where does it come from? So we'll close out this week's episode. But before we close out, we'd like to remind you all to follow us on Twitter at Gaming Groceries. Follow us individually at Ace the Grocer, and I'm at Journey First. You can follow us on Instagram, Games and Groceries, all one word. Check out our website, gamesandgroceries.com, where you can check out articles, listen to our episodes, uh, read a little bit about us. And if you haven't yet, Radio Public actually just did an interview with us. So we tweeted out that that thing or the interview link. You can also follow Radio Public on Twitter. They also tweeted out us as well as another podcast, Terrible Book Club. So they interviewed both of us. So you can check out both interviews, get to know us a little bit better. And finally, before we close out, just want to remind you all, if you have any questions for the 50th episode Q&A, uh, definitely tweet at us. Tweet us your question. It can be multiple questions. In, yeah. In fact, uh, Absolute Prodigy just rambled at uh, three questions all at once. Um, just to answer one, no, Absolute Prodigy, you will not be the godfather of my children. No. Just letting you know. That probably, Love you, but no. That would probably be my cousin, Zach. But, you know. Anyway. So you can tweet at us your question using the hashtag GG50. Or you can email us, uh, gamesandgroceries at gmail.com. So definitely send us in your questions. We'll save them all. And on episode 50, which will be May 20th, we'll answer as many as we can. So I think that's wrapping it up. Thank you so much for listening to my sleepless ramble. I love you, even if I offended you. I love you. High fives. Boop, boop, boop. So I'm just going to... We're going to go take a nap. Yeah, before youth group starts in... Oh, man, two hours. Anyway. Oh, all right. Uh, thank you so much for listening to us, especially listening to this week's episode. We love you so much. Have a good week. Bye.